far away. Does you have a preference on who you play on Friday? Um, it doesn't matter to me, but it would be nice to play Pacific again. That would be fun. A little redemption game. What is the mood around the team right now? Uh, really positive. Um, I guess the two words I would describe is like positive, but um, with a chippy type attitude. Um, we talked about, you know, when you go into these tournament settings, <clears throat> these teams have you like so well scouted out. They know every play and every um, tendency of every guy. So um, really the, the things that it comes down to is um, can you execute your stuff, but can you also, you know, be chippy while you do it? Can you, are you diving on the floor? Are you um, making sure you're getting every rebound, out rebounding every team and, and doing those little things? So. You know, guys are excited to, I think, get out there and, and really start competing. How much of that chippiness do you think is kind of coming from the last two wins and, and obviously coming off the four-game losing streak before that? Yeah, a lot. Um, everybody hates to lose. We hate losing. And um, so coming off two wins is huge. And we just got to keep it rolling, man. That, that's, what, that's what's so nice about um, these tournament you know, settings and tournament plays that anything is possible. Who said that just a, a second ago? That's right. Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett said it, yeah. But yeah, really, anything is possible. Like, um, you come in and, and you start winning games and you start feeling good and, you know, who knows what can happen. What, uh, what happened against Pacific? We didn't really talk to you about that, but you look back on that game, what kind of went wrong, and what do you think you learned from that that you can you carry forward to this um, I think that we really came out just we didn't we didn't have really any energy, and it was kind of, I mean everybody hits a, a point in the season where um, you know things they call it like in the trenches of uh, February or March or January or whatever, and. Uh, like it just gets hard and long, and you're in the grind, and um, sometimes it's easy to to lose energy and lose focus of of what you're really going for. So that's honestly what I felt like it was. We we just didn't have a ton of uh, fight, and um, clearly it showed. We we didn't play very well. We we couldn't get stops, and we just kind of let them do whatever they wanted to. So um, I think it'd be different this time around if we played them. For you as a bench player, you walk the bench in all your games, right? Um, what, what, do you, what, do you, what do you feel your role is heading into the tournament and the postseason? Yeah, just the same that it's always been. Um, you know, making sure my guys are ready, making sure we're all ready, making sure that uh, um, you know we're locked in defensively, that we know our ball screen coverages, and and we have our rotations down, and um, you know, playing playing hard on offense, just playing with great force and pace and and just doing the little things that, that help us to win. When you were um, when you were in high school, as your brother told me this, that, uh, that you were a little bit more of a scorer in high school, kind of like as, as you've grown up, or grown up, gotten older and kind of gone through this college little meander that you've gone through to get here, um, you know, your roles have changed, but then you're 
you've gotten better at defense and you've sort of, I think last time we talked to you, you kind of mentioned that you're like a do-it-all guy, mm-hmm. right? Um, going into this tournament, how much more impactful than maybe the regular season is it to be that type of player um, because the stakes are, are higher, I guess? To be like a... Like a do-it-all. Like a do-it-all guy? Yeah. Um, every team needs one, man. Every team needs a, a do-it-all guy, and um, so it's a super valuable role. And um, a lot of it's, it's actually it can be any any guy on any given night. Like you've seen, um, so many guys on our team step up and, and you know take that role where they have multiple you know points and, and rebounds and assists and great defensive plays. So um, it's it's a really big role and. Um, something that that every team needs. So going into this like tournament and uh, these these games that are coming up, it's it's something that you know we we're going to rely on, and um, it's huge for us. What was the team's feeling to ultimately not playing a, another non-conference pop-up game before the WCC tournament? <clears throat> they talked to us a little bit about it. It wasn't a it wasn't a ton. I think we heard whisperings about it. Um, but we never like had a full blown conversation about it, and I think guys like these guys were, hey, you know, if we do get a game, like we're gonna go and and uh, we're gonna play whoever, wherever, and you know, obviously they were scheduling one that would would help us out. Um, but since we didn't get one, it's 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 do or die. Like we gotta um, win these next games coming up, and you know, just a just another. Obstacle in the in the way. What do you uh, What are your memories of last year, the WCC tournament, getting so close, being about twenty minutes away from that automatic bid, the title? Um, what lessons can maybe be learned from that experience last year? <clears throat> well, Gonzaga was really good last year too, huh? <laughs> I hope we get to play them again. I hope we do. Um, our team is different this year than it was last year, and. Um, we have a lot of guys that, you know, are, are ready to to take on that challenge and ready to compete and, and fight with them. And um, the last two times we or the the two times we played them this year haven't um, been a great, you know, they haven't been great games. Like they've blown us out. And um, so I think that you know if if we get them again, we're we're going to be ready. And so the experience from last year. Would be that um, I think we had a you know a 10, 12 point lead at halftime or something like that, and so what I would take and the the returning guys take from that is, and I hope we get to play them again because it's going to be a 40 minute game that that we're going to we're going to go after them. You kind of had to play the game in the semifinals against Pepperdine last year. That steal. What do you remember about that play and just that game's the intensity of you know like you're saying do or die. Yeah. You got to win this game. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> that was a really fun game. It went into overtime. They were playing really well. Like they were shooting the lights out, and you know we kept we kept um, clawing and hanging in there, and kept fighting back. And um, I just remember they set that down screen on. I think it was Colby Ross and, and Kessler Edwards. They set that down screen, and um, called for a switch. Just because we had to. And then they threw it in, and I was like, I know if I can slide around him and, and get that ball, then 
like the game's gonna be over. So I went for it, I got it, and as as is a really good memory. How motivating is it to try to get back to the dance with two seniors like A B who's you know, had that loss last year and then Tijon has never been? Maybe how motivating is that for the team to get those seniors there? It's huge. It's huge. We we've talked a lot about, you know, this is their last chance. Um, some of us are going to get more chances to, you know, be able to get back there. But for them, like this is it. They're not going to get to to play in March Madness um, after this year, and um, so that's just motivation in and of itself. You know, there's no more go arounds. This is this is do or die for them. The ball changes each week depending on the home venue. Do you have a favorite ball? And do you uh, feel like it makes a little difference? I have a least favorite ball. It's the bright orange one. I don't know. When do you guys use in practice? Yeah. I actually think it's the one we're playing with. Wilson. So that's all right, though. You guys used it at St. Mary's, right? Yeah. Yeah. But the favorite ball is probably like the uh, – I really like the Nike balls. Um, and then like the dark – I don't even know the dark ones. Yeah, the dark spalling ones. That orange ball, man. <laughs> I think that's the ball that they use full time over at UVU that you guys probably yeah. use. True. True. Not to bring that game up. I've open, seen it a lot. Open that wound. <laughs> how how excited, Spencer, are you for fans to be able to come back in Vegas? Because, I mean, remember last year, like it felt like they were kind of trying to make everything mm -hmm. the same. But it was with such a fake backdrop. Yeah. I don't know if that's the right word, but it felt kind of like a fake backdrop to me. Are you Are you excited to finally see? Some so people? excited! It was weird last year, like uh, not playing with anybody in the arena, because you could hear everything that everybody was saying, which was, you know, super weird. And then you kind of had to like create your own energy, your your team or your bench or whatever. And that was, it was like, it's weird, but it was really like taxing. At the end of the year, like all of us just took like a couple weeks and like didn't talk to anybody, just because we needed to regroup or whatever. So I'm super excited this year to like have fans back and because um, they make a huge difference. And and the Rock, you know, our, our fans, Cougar Nation, they travel really well. And we have fans everywhere, so super excited for to have them down there and um, get to get cheer us on in Vegas. Okay, any more questions for Spencer? Right, cool. Thanks, Thanks guys.